podcast every day until I get a job episode 3 you may have noticed that um, I stopped podcasting every day you may have thought that I got a job you'd be wrong I didn't get any job was I gallivanting in ways do you need to know the story certainly not doesn't matter to you dear listener and I'm going to shield you from from the story I want you to know that I had fun and I want you to know that we're back on track we're going to the top I got this added to pocket casts I got this podcast added to podcast addict I got this podcast under review is about to be on to apple podcast that's how you're gonna i'm gonna go global get five star reviews from everyone uh stop making the podcast about the process of making the podcast that would be a good idea i still haven't figured out how to do that i need to open every episode but hello and welcome to my podcast by the way i make a podcast and i feel like just in case people forget that every day I sit down and I just talk into this. He's going to disappear. Except obviously not every day. Because I didn't do it the last few days. But in my defence. Sorry I'm rambling now. Defending myself. But in defend, in my defence I did say that in my first episode. I have very bad work ethic. And it wasn't even a work ethic. I was excited to do the new episodes. Because of how the other episodes have been going. Anyways, this is just a quick update. Episode 3 is going to be a short one because my housemate's gone to Tesco. I just said I'd record this quick. And Liverpool are playing at quarter past seven. United just lost 6-1. I could do a job where I read out the scores of things. Arsenal, 4. Leighton Orient, 6. Um... Bristol United. I know that's not a team. I even watch soccer. I just can't bring things to mind. As I'm not that quick fire things. If I was on a game show, TV game show, I would, I would die on the quick fire round. If there was a quick fire round, I'd want to happen to go to. I actually watch a lot of TV game shows. And the chase, I would say, is the best one, because. See, the thing about TV game shows is that you want the most bang for your buck for the amount of episode content there is. So, or sorry, episode content, episode time. So if it's an hour, which they generally are, I just want as many questions as possible to be asked in that hour. Um, And the chase really delivers on that. Bradley... Whatever his surname is, I'm after forget yet. Great host, you feel like he's on your side. The chasers, 
Oh, they're bastards. Do you know what I mean? That's their whole thing. I really like some of them though. The Dark Destroyer is a legend. The Cinnerman fella. He's good. The Beast. Married his own cousin. You can find, if you Google this, you can, this is a truth. This is a true thing. He married his own cousin. She's significantly younger than him. And she cheated on him with a metal worker from Southampton, I think. But I might be wrong on that. I need, uh, maybe Google it, because I remember I Googled it in the mirror had a thing. I know I hate tabloids. The English tabloids are absolute rags. They actively hurt people's lives and they're just the worst literally the worst form of you can't even call that journalism anyways the mirror had a thing and they had found out that she cheated on him with a metal worker i remember he was a metal worker i think he was from southampton or sunderland or something i don't know why that was important but it just i really noticed that anyways the beast married his own cousin uh but that has nothing to do with, anyways i'm going back to anyways the best so tv game shows what you want is for an hour of content as many questions as possible as i said the chase have it pointless is good for it and the thing i like about pointless as well is that you're kind of just throwing answers out there into the ether you might have other people in the room you're kind of like oh that could be that could fit that category because it's kind of done well some of them has specific answers i suppose but it's there's less pressure in pointless it's uh sorry for i didn't mean to blow into the microphone although i was blowing away some hair or something um so yeah pointless is a great one and richard is good the the main guy the presenter guy is also good they've good dynamic uh you need a bit of that too countdown i would count as a tv game show const there's an absolute banging classic everyone loves trying to make word little words out of a load of little letters like boggle i always enjoyed playing boggle so countdown gets although countdown can be very frustrating and make me feel very bad about myself because it's like the third round in a row and i still can't get more than a four letter word it's very disappointing although i'm normally pretty good at it in fairness the numbers round though I don't even bother thinking about the numbers round because I don't know why it's in there. What have numbers got to do with letters? That would be my question. So, countdown's a classic. Who wants to be who wants to be a millionaire? Can fuck off because it's too tense. They spend most of the episode trying to spend as much time on one question and then they'll always do the thing after the break it's like fuck you chris tarrant you made charles ingram look like the like he did a genocide somewhere that was the guy who who cheated on it with the coughing there was a documentary about it and they made him seem like the like it was chilling. The music. Do you know those serial killer documentaries? The really cheap ones that you see on like Alibi and all these weird channels that you'd never really watch. It was done in the style of one of them. And it made it seem like it was the most chilling murder to ever happen on TV game show history. Charles Ingram 
has come on and scammed the nation with his little coughing friend, his friend who coughs. His his friend who coughed first of all, right? It's not like he had a a phone on him because it was before smartphones. So he should have really uh, he should have just been on the show because he got every question right and won a million. They could have really actually avoided a huge catastrophe or the the huge catastrophe that it became by just swapping places I mean, he should have just pretended to be Charles Ingram and they would have gotten away with it instead of coughing from the side now Chris Tarrant retells the story as if he was back from Vietnam or something and he said he knew there was something up when he heard the coughing he knew there's something about that coughing that's going to come back and haunt us suppose that's all what we're saying about coronavirus as well in many ways but the anyways Charles Ingram what was on about um who wants to be a millionaire classic or not a classic don't like it too tense takes too long uh the music the fastest finger first music bangs hard look it up on youtube and yeah that's all I have to say about that Jeremy Clarkson now hosted I'm not I don't have much time for him and he uh he added a new lifeline, Ask the Host, which is where you just ask Jeremy Clarkson what he thinks the answer is. Which isn't a good addition of a lifeline. There was no need for that. Who cares what Jeremy Clarkson thinks the answer is? He's the host. He's not meant to participate. Anyways, I saw him got it wrong. <laughs> he got it wrong and John Barnes, I think it was. No, was it John Barnes? It was some it was on the celebrity edition. Had to go home with no money for their charity because Jeremy Clarkson didn't know the answer. No one should have expected him to know the answer. But they did. So yeah, TV game shows are good. I'd like to go on one, but just to go circle back to my quick fire. I was talking about quick fire rounds. I would fail and you have one of them on the chase and it's your tr- it's the accumulator bit where you're trying to accumulate as much money as you can. I just don't feel like I would... Uh, but I could perform well on it, and I'd be, oh, I'd love it then. Imagine if people never win money on it. That's the only thing about the chase, and I doubt I would. Although if I did, that would be great. That could be a job. Be a chaser or something. I suppose I'd have to marry my cousin. Hey, just kidding. Look, Google it. He actually did marry his cousin, and I don't know. I feel like I don't want to laugh at him too much or anything, but and she was significantly younger than him. But I just, I just think that might that's a bit strange, personally. Um, but look, I wish wish him the best, and I wish they're going through a rocky patch, and I'd like to wish them the best through this rocky patch because they have a kid together, so you wouldn't want a child to come up be brought up in a in a broken home. Do you know what I mean? I was brought up in a broken home. It was grand. My mother was. Looked over me. So I suppose that was grand. But. Maybe their child could grow up to have a podcast. Anyways. um, What was I going to talk about? I have a new plan. About how I'm going to. 
Mm, get a job. I feel like this one makes sense. <coughs> so, top chefs. The top chefs in the world. I was banging, doing this with my feet. I'm sorry if you can hear that. The top chefs in the world all have books that they make money off of. Within the pages of the books are literally all of their secrets. So, theoretically, if I buy the, the cooking books, the recipe books of all the top chefs, I'm talking about all the guys, fucking Marco Pierre White, uh, some guys on the chef's table, I'll just go through it and check them, they have books, buy them. In the books, they have steps, step a step-by-step guide on to how to make the food that they make. Which is literally just give you away their secrets. So if I follow the step-by-step guide and see it through to completion, then in theory, at the end of of the process of following the steps, I will have a product that is... As good as that top chef's product, because he's explaining or that food or whatever, because they've they've written down their secrets in the step by step guide. So if I do buy, if I buy loads of cookbooks, and take one recipe from each and just pretend I've built up my own kind of. And actually, I just had a better idea. No, actually, no, no, I haven't had a better idea. My new idea was to just steal different recipes from different books, but publish at my own cookbook, but. If I did that, I feel like if I was a top, I could get into TV Top Chef and stuff. So I'd like to prove that I can cook them. So I'll just practice them a few times. I'm sure it'll only take me two or three goes. I got... Yeah, I feel like it will only take me a few goes. And then I will be a Top Chef. I'll work in some kitchen. Famous kitchen, probably. More than likely. I'll be... Show to people, I'll be like, what the fuck is, what's going on with this Wagyu beef? This is overdone and it, it looks shit, you wanker. You're a fucking, you're, um, you should be ashamed of yourself. You cunt. So that's how they, that's how they operate in kitchens, they do shit like that. But you, you don't, you, d- it just, do- you just let that roll right off your back if you're working in the kitchen. Because um, it doesn't, it, you just let it roll right off your back because you're used to hearing, hearing it every day. Handily enough, a man who used to work in the kitchen has just walked in, so I'm going to ask him a few questions. Brian, can you come here? I need to ask you a few questions. Okay, I'm not much. My housemate and my friend Brian Healy are back from the shop. Which is perfect timing because Brian worked as a chef. Sorry, I'm just screwing on a, an interview thing. Brian, can you pull that chair over here? I have a few questions for you. Okay, uh, he's just taking off his jacket. They're in from Tesco. How was Tesco, lads? It was good. I'm just taking off my jacket. He's, he's just taking off his jacket because he's back from Tesco, he says. That's exactly what I, I called that. Okay. If you could bring it to like here so I can... So I have it plugged in. Right. Brian. Hello. I came up with an idea about how I can get a job. And you worked in kitchens. Yes. 
My first question is Do you think I could work in a kitchen? What role are you pursuing? Commie chef. Commie chef. Com- chef. Communist chef. Communist chef. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to be very well read to be a communist chef. That's true. That's Fuck. A right. Well, here's my. Goddamn reds. Here's my second question. So. <laughs> I should probably not speak ill of the communist, uh, communist party while I'm sitting here. So. To become a top chef, right? The process of cooking is. It's just something that anyone can apply. You add, add, apply heat to meat, and I should be able to cook as well as any top chef. Yes. Do you believe that? Yes. Do you think I could handle the heat from the, in the kitchen? Depends what kitchen. What about any of the kitchens you worked in? Do you, what kind of an environment is it? Uh, it's hot, not a lot of fresh air going on, not a lot of sleep in any of the minds of the chefs. Oh um, it's generally quite a fractious environment. I don't know if I'd thrive in that, but if I was leading it, I think I might. If I could be the guy who goes like, fuck you, you little worm. <laughs> to one of your like... Uh, my, un- my, uh, my underlings. Under your underlings. Yeah. yeah, you could totally say that, yeah. yeah. I've said some awful things to a lot of people. Like. What kind of things did you say to people, Brian Healy? Um... I don't know. I don't want to say. No. He doesn't want to say. Um, uh, don't say it, actually. If it, because, in fairness, Brian's a very nice guy. Everyone knows him as a nice guy. My finger's bleeding. Your finger is bleeding. You stay there. Uh, your finger is tremendously bleeding. Were you picking at your finger? No, I sliced it with a knife the other night while I was trying to uh, become a... Trying to, trying to practice for my Top Chef kind of uh, thing. To, yeah. My plan to get a job is I'm going to buy many cookbooks from different Top Chefs, right? And yes. then I'm going to just learn one recipe from each book. So I'm going to get all the greats. The fucking Marco Pierre White. Nice. French fellas. And then, <laughs> you know, other guys. Spanish guy, probably. A Spanish fella, maybe. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't say Spanish guys. Because in, in, in the cooking world, there is Spanish guy. So like, There's just one yeah, Spanish like guy. Words. Okay. Yeah. Well. One sec, I've got to go talk to the Spanish guy. I'm going to get <laughs> their cookbooks. And then. Yeah. I'm going to learn a recipe from each of them. Get really good at it. Because see the cookbook is a step by step guide to their secrets. Yeah. And then. I'm a top chef. Because I know at least 10 top chef recipes. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, I see. I see what you're. I see what you're going with. Is if you're. Um, you're basically taking the best. The greatest hit out of. Uh, out of everyone. It's like. Exactly. It's, like, it's, it's, it's like, like, uh, like if I was trying to become a band. And I bought the greatest hits of the Beatles. <laughs> And then just chose their songs as my songs and became yeah, really yeah. good at playing them. Yeah. It's like you want to become like a, a culinary blob, so to speak, like and grow and, and grow and uh, well, at some point you'll lose yourself. Exactly. It's an amalgamation of recipes and you won't know where they came from. And it doesn't matter where they came from. I'll just say my, they just like a mama used to show me. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Where <laughs> That's how you do it. It matters where they're going. Okay, I need to go, uh, podcast listener. I said this would be a short one because um, Liverpool are playing so thanks for sticking with me i got this added to uh many podcast apps podcast addict it's on it's on pocket cast now and it's just about to be added to po- apple podcasts so if you could subscribe and also just tell all your enemies and friends about it then i'd really appreciate that thank you for listening